This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on another edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. It's a very special edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast because tonight we have actual football, Jake. The Cowboys got the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight. It's happening. It's real life. Is this real life? We finally made it. This is the actual real deal. This counts now. Yeah. Um, it's like you wait for it all year long, man. It feels like it takes forever to get here. Um, and then it's here, and then it's like, boom, the season just flies. There'll be a point when we're doing this podcast where we're going to be like, dude, we're a quarter way through the season. We're halfway through the season. So, like, I don't know, man, let's enjoy it. Let's soak it in. Let's, um, you know, let's hope the best for the Broncos. It's just the Broncos Blitz podcast on Mile High Sports. Um, you know, I guess the Mile High Sports platform, network. I don't know what you call it. I mean, there's Mile High Sports, the magazine. There's MileHighSports.com, a thing of beauty. Radio. Uh, Mile High Sports Radio. Jake and I just finished the show, 9 to 11. Uh, you can find us every single day, Monday through Friday, 98.1 FM or at MileHighSports.com, where you can listen to the show there or actually watch us, watch the show there. Um, okay, Jake, are you ready for this season emotionally? Emotionally, yes. I have been ready for a long time. You know, right when, you know, the Super Bowl ended. I was emotionally ready for the next season already. What about physically? You played some basketball. Last two times you played basketball, you suffered injuries both I times. I did, I You did. are getting a little bit older now. You're not as young as you once were. I know, I know. It, it's it's a bittersweet moment, you know, because I'm maturing as a man. But at the same time, I'm, I'm getting hurt. Uh, so <laughs> these were finger injuries, so it's not like I pulled a hammy or anything. Here's what I'm worried about. Like, you dominated in college, but now that we're at the pros, you're, you know, these are all men now. You better step it up here, um, Jamar Chase. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you hear what he said? Jamar Chase goes, oh, it's harder to catch NFL football because they don't have the white stripes on them like a college football. <laughs> I mean, are you freaking wow. kidding me? I mean, God, geez, imagine that. Here, uh, I know this is the Broncos Blitz podcast, but yeah. I have a theory okay. about Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase in one of my fantasy football drafts, was not even drafted. And here's why I think uh, he's getting a bad rap right now. He was a year out of football. You know, he's rusty. You know, he's just knocking off all this rust. He's got he gets, gets the drops out of the way here in training camp and in the preseason. And then when he actually hey, gets into the regular season, a few games in, we're going to start to see the Jamar Chase that we saw at LSU. Ugh. Him and Joe Burrow already have that. Built-in rapport. Bro, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a law of averages guy. I'd say Justin Jefferson is probably the star, and now Jamar Chase is probably the bust. That's yeah, fair. That, that's really, I mean, I guess if you live, you know, through that life of, you know, um, yeah, of, I don't know, common sense theories, but um, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's not the truth. I don't have it out for Jamar Chase. He's an okay guy. Um, Just got to knock the rust off. Maybe. Okay, so it's the Broncos Blitz podcast. Thanks for being with us again. We have a lot to talk about. Um, We'll let's talk just like a minute about tonight's game. I mean, by the time some people listen to this thing, the game's going to be kind of happening. And even maybe tomorrow, some people listen to today's podcast. So we don't want to go too much into it, but it's like the first game that matters. What do you think kind of happens? How does this thing play out tonight? Give me your bold prediction uh my i don't it's not very bold i think a lot of people are on the same boat here i think tampa bay handles the cowboys two touchdown victory i'm gonna oh say 
I'm going to say like a 35-21 type game. Uh, I say they cover eight and a half to you. I think they they don't cover the eight and a half. Um, oh, you mean the Bucks? Yes, the Bucks yeah. cover the eight and yeah. a half. Yeah. Um, but I think you know we see some some scoring here. I think I think the over is going to hit. Oh my! Wow. Um, I think I feel a little bit different, just slightly different than you. I think we got a 24, 20, 26, 17 kind of clunker grinder. Uh, a couple big plays. Probably the defense has a touchdown at some point, I would say, or another. I think the defense will be a little bit of a head. I don't know how ready Dak is for, you know, prime time. I They need him to go throw three touchdowns in order to win this game type of, you know, type of level of play. Is he, is he are they there for that? Is Dak ready for that? Um, and the Cowboys going to be down again. They weren't, you know, they weren't very good before Dak. His stats were, they weren't winning games. No. Um, is Tampa Bay going to be good? Bring it back to, as good. Bring it back all 22 starters. I gave the comp and I kind of talked myself into it. I'm starting to like it a little bit more, Jacob. This Tampa Bay Buccaneers team being like the 97, 98 Broncos that won back-to-back championships. Like Ooh. veterans, veterans, veterans. Hardly any young guys. And if it's the right kind of veterans, which I think it just was, they just won it all, then they'll come back and, you know, be live up to, again, being the you know pros, pros that a lot of these guys have been in the league for a long time. So um, that's and my a, thought on that. And a Brady without a torn MCL. You know, I mean, yeah, that's he, true. He played well last year. He, he was really he good last up, year. Still, he didn't put up huge numbers, but he still played well, like Brady, um, yeah. and won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, uh, a fully healthy Brady could be dangerous for this league, especially with this team that he has now. Okay, so it's a throwback Thursday, right? Edition of the program. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, tomorrow we will on tomorrow's podcast. We'll be out. Danny Bailey and I will look at probably all around the league's predictions, you know, type of stuff, uh, and um, have a look at the Giants. Um, and then you and I'll be back for a special Friday. I'm sorry, Saturday podcast where it'll be. Um, you know, the breakdown and the true kind of prediction on everything that will be the Giants. And I don't want to shortchange them. I don't want to overlook the Giants. I don't want to. I want to pay proper respect to the Giants. But I do think the Broncos find a way to win this game, uh, a close game. So I just kind of that's where my head is. Sometimes I, you know, I'll ask you, Jake. All right, what's your Monday morning aftermath feeling of? That where the team's at and of next week's opponent. Then sometimes that changes midweek. And then sometimes this can you know, continue to change into something else by the week's end. Or your initial thought and predi- you know, kind of feeling on it just grows stronger. Right, right. Stick so, to your guns. Yeah, so like where I'm at with the Broncos and the Giants right now, I went from, I think, buying a little bit into, okay, I think the Broncos can handle these Giants to now like, eh, Danny Dimes is an athlete. Uh, Saquon is, if Saquon has a big game, they win. If he's the best player on the field that day, they win kind of stuff. Um, and I just don't want to overlook the Giants, and I definitely don't want the Broncos to lose this week one game, man. That's yeah. where I'm at. Yeah, it's definitely. It's a, little, a little scared. I know on the show you've been saying, have can you have a must win in week one? You know, for Fangio's sake and for, you know, the morale of the team, for the morale of, of the fans, this this could be a must win right off the bat, but oh, no, especially considering especially considering you know how the Broncos have been playing it for is, the past yeah. few years. It is a must win. It's absolutely a must win for these guys, um, for Fangio and his coaching staff, for Teddy Bridgewater and um, the 
you know, coming of age of Teddy and the buy-in from Broncos country around, you know, Teddy that, you know, I think we need, he needs, media needs um, to get on board. It's easier that way. It feels better that way. And if he wins and he'll get it, that's what it's, this town is about. You know, he may not look the part of what they want, but if Teddy wins, people are going to get hype on Teddy real quick. And you're going to see some Bridgewater jerseys and stuff like that out there. So, um what, what what else? Um, I was I was just pulling up DraftKings and I was looking at some of these uh, player props okay. that they have for this this week. Um, and you know, right off the bat, uh, you mentioned Daniel Jones. Yeah, him as an athlete. Let's I, do that. Let's do some of that today. I, I don't think Daniel Jones is is the truth. I think he's a turnover machine. And sure, he was in a bad situation and he was trying to do it all himself. But I see himself in a in a very similar situation this year. Bro, you see the difference between a Herbert and a Daniel Jones? I mean, it's, like, not close. It's night, night and day. day. You know, like Herbert and Drew Locke. Freaking night and day, bro. I mean, like, water compared to dry. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, like, the opposite. It's the opposite. So, uh, Danny Dimes is an athlete, you know, but, like, he'll hurt you when it breaks down, tuck the ball, scamper for 22 yards in the middle of the field. Please don't do that or let him do that. And if he, if he does, so please somebody take a shot on the guy. Not a dirty one. Um, okay, borderline. Okay, let's not headhunt, but let's intend to hurt. We're trying to hurt, but we don't want to get a penalty for it. Jake, please stop me. I'm looking like a... See, well, there's a difference between hurt and injure. Ah, uh, so uh, you want to hit him. You you want to hit him. You want to hit him hard. Yeah, actually, we might not want him to stay in the game. Who's the backup? We might have, we might want him right. to play the full four quarters. I think the Broncos the have over. a chance to. Um, you know what I love is the um, the Broncos defense to take this. Uh, you have props on that, on Danny. Yeah, I, I, real quick, I want the Broncos defense to take control of this game. Turn them over twice in the first half. Put them on their heels. Put fear into them. Make them run the ball one-dimensionally because they're scared to throw the ball because he has a couple turnovers or a a strip. Um, uh, strip sack and a, and a pick. Um, I'd love for the Broncos defense to just go out there and make it very easy for the Broncos offense. That'd be awesome because then that's the complimentary kind of play. When you think of that, you're thinking, okay, um, long sustained drive, defense, go out there and you do your thing. Um, at the, I look at it as like defense wins you a couple games that the offense might not have their best stuff or need to go try to do things that they're we know that they're not as comfortable or as good as as some of the you know highfalutin um well-oiled machine offenses so defense can win me a game here offense might need to pick it up as the defense you know might give up 24 next week against a tricky urban meyer and athlete in in trevor lawrence they got no film on on that so so it'll be a little a bit a little bit of an adjustment that they that the broncos defense will have to make okay so give me some prop bets on danny dimes what do you got um, so the first prop bet on Danny Dimes passing yards over under at two nineteen and a half. It's at uh, minus one fifteen. What was the number two? Two nineteen and a half. Um, passing yards, Danny Dimes. I'd say I like an under on that. I like an under on that because. Um, I think Saquon, the, their goal is to try to have Saquon, you know, go for 120 total yards, um, 75 on the ground, the rest through the air on about five catches. And um, 
you know, what's Galladay's status? Uh, let me pull. You up. know, who do they have? Okay. I, so I think Sterling Shepard's an underrated receiver. Okay, but I think we have the quality and the talent of corner, the athletes at corner, to make a nightmare day for him and make it really tough on him. Kenny Galladay, the over under for yardage for him is at thirty six and a half. Mm. Very low. I'd say he has over that. But I'd say under on the Danny Dimes uh, 219 passing yards for the day. What about you? Yeah, I, I like the under as well for Daniel Jones. He's uh, he's just not very good. Um, and Kenny Galladay, he's he's a yeah. he's a staple. And what's good about Anywhere him he goes, he's isn't the arm and the 300 passing yards that he puts out there. It's the combination of the legs and the arm, which makes him um, an athlete. Right, right. Trying to play I mean, he, he led the team in rushing last year. Yeah. And obviously because Saquon was out, but um, it, it's still going to be hard for Daniel Jones to incorporate, you know, the passing game and the running game against this Broncos defense. Hey, give me some more uh, prop bets inside of this game. Um, a couple more. We got Cortland Sutton. Uh, let's get into some Broncos now. Yeah. Um, over under receiving yards, 48 and a half. Jerry Judy. Uh, 50 and a half, so they they, they see the both I receivers. I think Judy goes over because I think Teddy finds him three times with, uh, you know, for 10 or 12 yards that he turns into another, you know, seven or eight, you know, that's 20 times three equals 60, and that's just on some big plays. I think Jerry Judy probably has around 75 or 80 receiving yards um, on on the day. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I think both guys hit the over on that. Um, and I think Teddy Bridgewater's going to You think Cortland hits day. the over, too? Yeah, they're, they're 48 and a half, 50 and a half. I see a big game uh, from both of these guys. Okay, Cortland, I'd be a little more weary. I'm not saying I don't like it. I just, I'm not, I, I'm not as comfortable with it as um, the Judy bet. But where I do have comfort is betting my money on DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook. I love these guys. So you're wondering, you know, you listen to the podcast, you're wondering, well, you know, where can I bet these these prop bets? Where can I go make this money? You know, I've heard, you know, I don't see this at my place or, you know, where can I find this? It's hard to find these things. I'm used to just, I never bet prop bets. What I do is I just bet, you know, straight up with the, my guy buddy at work or the dude at work. Um, but I'm interested. Well, now's like the time. If you've been holding out, if you've been waiting to sign up um, for DraftKings, this is the perfect time. Uh, the first Sunday of the NFL season. It's here, okay? Um, DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Just bet $1. $1 on any NFL game this weekend, and you will receive $200 in free bets instantly. No strings. Um... You just got to go take the time to sign up, spend some time, uh, deposit, you know, you have to bet a dollar. I think there's a, maybe a uh, $10 minimum deposit and and win, okay? And win. Um, use these free bets and go do something big with them. Um, DraftKings, it's, it's safe, reliable. You get paid out quick. Uh, deposit, withdraw your money very easily. Uh, I mean, go check it out for yourself. Go shop around like the app and see how cool it is. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use a 
Use our promo code JakeMHS to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any game this weekend. Um, all at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700, Jake. And that is exactly where we're getting all these player prop totals from. Sweet. And we're going to continue with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, his passing totals. Uh, touchdowns is over and over under at one and a half. Uh, so if you think he's going to throw two touchdowns, it's uh, it's got some good value. It's at a minus 110. Okay. Um, if you think he's going to go under, you think it's going to be what Javante was Williams' show. Like 200? Uh, 248 and a half. For Teddy? For Teddy. Give me under. Under? Oh, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. For it, sure. Giants defense is is pretty stout. It's not about that. It's about they're going to be able to run the ball. Okay. The Broncos are going to control some um, tempo and pace and um, establish their running game. I mean, they're just going to be able to execute some of their game plan. And part of the game plan is to run the ball. And they saved Javante in that third preseason game. That's not be, you know, because they. And a, a young guy who really needs those touches and opportunities in most cases would play in that third game and play a lot. They're saving him. He's so valuable to them. He, they're saving him and gearing him up for week number one. That's how I look at it. So, um, And now you have you know that two-piece, too, in in uh, Melvin Gordon, who was, I think, really good last year. Um, I think Teddy goes for somewhere around 220. Um and the Broncos rush for 150 yards. How many touchdowns yards. for uh, Teddy there? Probably. I don't. I, I'm not comfortable betting the over, but I hope he would throw two touchdowns against no picks. That'd yeah. be if I can, you know, I draw think. it up without being greedy. You know, if I can, you know, serve it up. Um, you know, being fair, kind of proper on it. I, I would say, um, you know, two touchdowns for Teddy. But I'm not going to bet the over on the one and a half touchdowns for Teddy. Looking at some of those running backs you're talking yeah, about, that's it. Melvin Gordon, uh, his over-under total is at 50.5 rushing yards. Hmm. Um, I think he could be able to get to that. But, uh, you know, he's going to be splitting time with Javante, and Javante's total is at 32.5 for rushing yards. Um, I like Javante here. I think he could break one one or two maybe um, and, and really get over that 32.5-yard marker. Uh, Melvin Gordon, on the Javante, other hand, thirty-two and a half. Melvin, I'm, Melvin, on the other hand, I think he's going to be more of a focal point in the uh, receiving game. You know, even if you think that Melvin Gordon is the man and he's really going to be featured, and people kind of talk themselves into Javante being like a co-number one with the guy, that will happen in time. And Javante is a good player, and he might end up by the end of the season being the bona fide horse. In the offense. But even if he has, you know, he's the second running back. So Melvin Gordon, say he gets 15, 14 carries on the day or touches. That still leaves like 10 carries out there for Javante Williams. Okay? So right. if Javante can't get me on eight or nine carries, 32 yards? 32 and a half, yeah. So 33. I'd be disappointed because I think he has one for eight. Another run, you know, six-yard run and a bunch more five- and four-yard runs sprinkled in with some threes and twos. That gets me to about 40. In my mind, it gets me to about 40. So I like Javante over 32-and-a-half yards. I feel pretty good about it. I like it as well. Um, what about his receiving total at 11-and-a-half receiving yards? And Melvin Gordon's at 10-and-a-half. 
I think both. I like the over on Melvin there. Yes. Javante, not so sure. Not so sure yet. Because that could be, say they throw the ball to him just twice in the game. Um, once for a little three or four yard scamper, maybe one hits for a first down, but it's in it's still only for seven or eight yards. You know, that's still under 11 to me. Too risky. Melvin, I think, will have three or four receptions in this game. If from he doesn't Teddy. get 10, if he doesn't get 10 yards, that'd be a disappointment on three or four catches. I think he gets it. So, I mean, I actually am pretty comfortable with that. I, I, I like that. I'm pretty comfortable with that. Is that your lock? No, I wouldn't week? say that's my lock. I think so far my over is, I mean, my lock is um, Teddy under 247. Uh, Teddy under 247. I like it. I like it. Let's continue. Uh, Noah Fant receiving yards 40 and a half. I think he's going to easily break that one. Uh, I think he'll have about 50, maybe 50 to 60 yards on on the game. I think Teddy likes his tight ends. So I think uh, he's going to go toit, toit like, like a, a toiga. toiga. Uh, so Noah Fan, I, I I see having a big game. It's at a minus one fifteen for both the over and the under. What was the, the number again? Forty and a half. Forty and yards. a half for Fan. Jeez, it's like you know you feel, you feel like he's going to have right at that number a little bit. You know, um, you know actually that's maybe the beauty of it right now is we are used to him being around that number. Okay, with. Drew Locke as quarterback. It'll be different. It's definitely going to be different with Teddy. This offense is going to – there'll be some different stars in this offense. Cortland Sutton might not be as big a star in this offense. Um, And Melvin Gordon might be a bigger star in this offense. So, I mean, I'm not – I'm excited to see how it's going to play out. I like what Teddy brings to the team. Um – and I think Teddy is going to let, like, the skilled players kind of – everyone's going to have a chance to eat a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, and I'm looking for Saquon's prop totals, and I can't find them anywhere, so that tells maybe me – Maybe they're just off the board right now. Right, right. That tells me that there's still some – it still might be up in the air how much time he's going to get. I think they're going to ease him in. I don't, I don't really think he's going to be uh, thrown into the fire right away. I think I they're going to give him some time. I disagree. They're ride or die with the guy. They know it. Um, no one's afraid of, like, you You run your court running back into the ground. They're not trying to save him to have a seven, eight, nine-year career. They're going to get the most out of him while they can. And when they're done with him, they're going to move on. That's what this league is to that, the, you know, that position. And um, I think that Saquon's a really good player. But he's a running back in the NFL. And... As hot as you are and as fast as you can kind of rise, I mean, they'll tear you down just as quick. And people, I mean, look at Le'Veon, man. Could barely, uh, Todd Gurley's 27 years old. 70 ca- agent. 70 uh, career touchdowns. Okay? Um, should be, you'd think, have three or four years left of prime. Guy is washed. So I think they're going to throw Saquon out there and, and, you know, let him do as much as he can do. I don't think they're going to limit him at all. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I think that they're going to want to save him just a little bit, you know, since it's the first game of the season. Yeah. Um, You know, try to keep him healthy for the whole season. You don't want to rush him back too quick so you get a tweak on that knee. Yeah. You're really tricky with those ACL and MCL tears. So uh, I think they're going to be careful. 
All right, let's call this a podcast for the day. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Um, you'll be out tomorrow? Yes. Danny Bailey will be in. We'll do a podcast on a football Friday edition of the program. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> you got that little cutoff. Um, but, but we will be back on Saturday, Jake, with a special edition um, of the podcast, you and I. And we'll really, really chop this game up, look inside of it, um, and see if we can come to a conclusion of how this thing is going to play out because you know, if you're a Giants fan right now, you think that the Giants are going to take a, a step forward and beat the Broncos. If you're in Broncos country here, you think the Broncos are ripe and ready to kind of break out. So subscribe to this podcast anywhere in the you know planet Earth where you can find podcasts because that's where you can find the Broncos Blitz podcast. But you can do it at the Mile High Sports home as well, the MileHighSports.com home, Mile High Sports app. Comment, review, all the things um, that make podcasts Podcasts need listeners like you guys to um, let us know how we're doing, to subscribe to us, to tell us, oh, man, you guys suck, but I listen every day. Or, do you know what? You guys are my favorite podcast ever. Ah, oh, shucks. We appreciate it. Um, for Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.